should write a book, Fry. People need to know about the can eat more. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge comic conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. Be a book. She can pick me up, flip through my pages, make sure nobody drew wieners in me. Hello, and welcome to the Not Your Grandmother's Book Club podcast, where we read them so you don't have to, because we get a treat every time we finish an episode. <laughs> my name is Kevin, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Benedict, who keeps ringing a bell every time we start recording for some reason. <laughs> Benedict, what entertainment has you hooked right now? What entertainment has me hooked? That's a good question. Keeping it vague so you can include any genre, right. any medium yeah, yeah, that yeah. you like. <laughs> uh, I know you're going to pick a K-drama. Go ahead and say it. No, 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 I'm not K- well, No, no, not this week. Um, I don't know. I just saw Oppenheimer, which was really good. Did you? I saw... Uh, How was the sex scene? Barbie. How was the sex scene? The sex scene was large. <laughs> now there's two possibilities either you mean one thing or you saw it on imax i, mean, I don't know which one cinematically large it's just large uh no i mean like everyone made a big deal about the sex scene i thought it was a fairly normal like you know he says i no well s- small spoiler but he says that i am become death during a sex scene during is, the sex scene yeah, yeah. during yeah, the sex Fl- scene florence Pugh makes him read the, oh my uh, God. Read, the read the scripture she like makes him translate it as they're about to have sex so that's that's that uh so that that's not the appropriate the time to use that there is one appropriate time to use that during sex and it is the moment of completion that is when you <laughs> yeah. use that. a strong start to the podcast today uh so anyway the movies is what's what's keeping me entertained at the moment i also watched uh uh my cousin Vinny for the first time really ever. you hadn't seen yeah that before? i hadn't seen it no because it's like a it's like a very like it's a I bit feel like niche. it wasn't big in the UK because it was mm-hmm. like it's like an Italian American. Oh yeah, like, it's a very American movie. Yeah, it's yeah, a very it's it feels, a very uh, East Coast. movie. It feels quite uniquely American, mm-hmm. and I think it didn't really have its. Also, I was probably a bit young when it came out yeah. to, to well, watch it. I don't think you and I were born when it came out. No, I think it came out in like ninety. Well, we I were thought probably it was just, late eighties. I don't know. No, I think it was early nineties, okay. but still a bit young to understand <laughs> Joe Pesci. Going, uh, doing 1992. Through, I just looked, it yeah, up. so just, just, um, but that was good too. I like, I enjoyed that. That's so, a fantastic movie. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, 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 look, some of the outfits, woof, is all <laughs> I will say. One of Joe Pesci's few, uh, uh, non mobster movie roles. Well, yeah, he's, it's, yeah, 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 that and Home Alone, basically. I think the two I can I, think Well, of. he's definitely a mobster in Home Alone. I don't know. Yeah, he's just a generic criminal, not a mobster. Well, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it's that's not true. a Scorsese movie. Yeah, well, it would be good if it was, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God, if it was the scene at the end of Casino, but they're doing that to Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin's doing that to them, more likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it would work out. Exactly. What about you? What's your your light entertainment? Uh, I just discovered that the History Channel, on their Mm. YouTube page, has posted a great deal of a show I adored in my childhood, Modern Marvels, which has one of the greatest announcers, uh, VO guys, to ever live. I don't know his name. 
I know I've looked it up in the past, but he's just, he's magnificent. And it's all just like big machines and aircraft carriers and weird technology. And, you know, here's how a, a meatpacking plant works. And I'm okay. just obsessed. It, it hits me in whatever part of my weird brain um, that works well for. So that's what I've been watching nonstop. And I, I've just had a big playlist of it going uh, uh, on YouTube, and it's perfect. It's just so perfect. It was such a great show. The History Channel used to fucking try. That's the point. They we used, used to, to be try. a real country. Like, they got everything wrong, usually. But until you got to, like, Ancient Aliens, and I forget, like, they started doing, like, reality shows and stuff. Yeah. But at one point, they were doing, like, Modern Marvels, a lot of stuff about World War II, obviously. Lots of World War II. Because let's be honest, History Channel's for old people, and they like World it's War II. It's for dads. Exactly. It's, it's, it's fully for dads. For dads. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God, have I turned into a dad? Is you... that what's happening to me? Kevin, I hate to tell you, you've always been a dad. <laughs> you... Okay, I loved that show when I was 12, though. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. You have always been a dad. All righty. Anyways, battle it. Why don't we move on? Uh, oh, I'm getting it all out of line today. <laughs> you probably the last know. time you got it in line was. I don't know. I never get it right. You probably know what it is that we do here on this program. Uh, uh, some other folks, folks who've never enjoyed the majesty that is the other History Channel show, Wild West Tech, uh, which was hosted by one of the Carradines, not the one who autoerotic asphyxiated himself, the other Carradine. Uh, oh. They might not know. What it is that we do here on this program. And to them, I would say, this is a show where we go deep, 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 to plumb the depths of right-wing thought, reviewing a chapter from work of conservative literature, and in between, taking a look at other examples of the right, doing their best to make America hate again. Start us off, Benedict. Do you have a hot take for us this week? Uh, yeah, if you're getting delivery, always order more food than you think you need. Ah, see, I always order too much. No, I'm the other way fine, around. Then you just have leftovers. No, now I'm saying order more food than you think you And need. then my fridge gets full of fucking shit. And, I'm, and I, I like to make my own food. So the next day comes around, I'm like, eh, I don't want leftovers. I'd rather if make something fresh. If you like to make fresh. your own food, you shouldn't be ordering in the first place. Shut Sometimes the fuck I'm up. lazy, though. <laughs> well, then be lazy the next day. Mm, anyway, no. it's always good to have a single extra chicken tender as a treat. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, you think a chicken Benedict sandwich will be tendies. enough. <laughs> You think a sandwich is going to be enough, and then you order an extra tender, and they give you a whole extra sandwich by accident. That can happen. That happened to me just before this podcast. I'm on a high from having too much sandwich. Oh, my God. Benedict is going to become uh, an NPC. Death, destroyer of worlds. <laughs> I was going to say you were going to do the NPC TikTok, but this only about so tendies. Good, gang, gang. Only about tendies. <laughs> gang, gang. Tendies. Tendies. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. That's me. Well, uh, she got a big fucking brand deal, so look, that's the way to do it. I have read three articles about the NPC thing. I still couldn't fucking explain to you what's going I, on. I don't need to know. I just I know no dollar signs at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> that's the, the end of the rainbow sprinkles. Let's go. Benedict and I are finally going to make this social commute. I uh, will media be a career corporate whore. <laughs> For ice cream NPC money. <laughs> Um, what about you? What's your hot take? Uh, Benedict, I am getting less and less excited for Bethesda's new Starfield game. Uh, I've talked before about how much I love Fallout. We all know that Bethesda has not been great when it comes to Fallout, uh, unless they pay another company to make the game for them, as is mm. the case of Fallout New Vegas. Uh, but Starfield was supposed to be a new thing, um, supposed to be Fallout in space. That's the general idea. 
bunch of news dropped about it this last week, and it's it's making me less and less excited because it's becoming more clear that this is just going to be uh, basically a procedurally generated No Man's Sky clone, uh, and that's really lazy and awful, and I hate it, and I don't want it. I really don't. I, I, I don't want that. I want the meticulously crafted worlds. That's what I like about Bethesda. That's what you do well, well Bethesda. You well clearly not, uh, <laughs> and you can't have them. So that's what I'm saying. it's really disappointing. Gutted. Gutted and I'm not happy about Did they make uh, Elder Scrolls? Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, Elder yeah. Scrolls. Every item in that game was placed by hand. Right, okay. and it's it's. I'm worried that this... to be honest, that seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but there's a reason why every time a new Skyrim version releases, it sells millions of copies, and Bethesda goes laughing to the bank because it's just yeah, that good of a game. Thing. You're right, but at the end of the day, if they can make a like, eh, game and make eighty percent of what this meticulously they already did game... that. It's called Fallout Four. Yeah, and how much money did it make? <laughs> Probably about the same as the fucking meticulously crafted one. So. Um, I don't. I could not tell you. I could not tell you. But yeah, I am worried it's going to lead to more like AI generated games and bullshit. And that's that's no good. It's no good. I'm not happy about it. Uh, I don't want it to happen. But uh, it's going to. Well, happen probably anyway. going to because that's the world that we live in. So yeah, we live in a sorry. Shit world. Anyways, better on to housekeeping this week. Remember to rate and review us on the iTunes and the Spotify's. Don't listen to us on Spotify. They take money from ads that they run on us and uh, and don't yeah, give us anything. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Fucking dicks. I didn't realize this until until you told me this. We've talked about they... it so many times. No, I know. I didn't realize until you told me. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. You I'm mean, just like, mad two about years it ago? again because I just remembered. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fine. I can be. I, I, stay I bring mad, up these things to build your rage. That's what I, I do. That's it. Like, <laughs> this is my war. Up for the video, yeah, uh, yeah we are not affiliated with any ads because nobody gives us any money for ads. So. Exactly. If they're running ads on our shit, we should get some fucking money for it, douchebag. Uh, follow us on the social medias at NYGBC Pod on Twitter and at NYGBC Ben. Updates, uh, only one update, and that is that the new final episode of our Police State 2000 patron-only review uh, is available now over at patreoncom NYGBC. Uh, become a patron for as little as a um, dollar an episode. I'm vamping because I'm trying to keep these burps down. Um, Kevin doesn't uh, add out the burps on the Patreon. Trying not to leave it on the... Sh- yeah, you get to hear it on the patron only. <laughs> if that's your fetish, man, we could make some real money. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'll be available. You can go check it out there. We finally made it all the way through Alex Jones's ridiculous documentary it's a lot of episodes it's a lot of episodes and i know you are not happy about that i am very happy to be done with it mm, but we also benedict have one new inductee into our spooky world new world order Blech. that is of course our newest patron the ghost of larry nichols benedict do you know who larry nichols is i know i've told you who larry nichols is but i'm sure you don't remember who larry I, nichols no, is I don't remember. ah he's, he's he's a great guy he's a well he's a dead guy uh this is why his ghost is our Makes patron sense, yeah <laughs> Uh, Alex Jones guy made a lot of claims about how he was... Oh, is he the Reagan uh, guy? No. Uh, I don't remember if he was in the Reagan administration. He was sort of a hanger-on. He's a... He, oh, we talked about him with the, the uh, Clinton body count episode. We talked a lot uh, about yeah, Larry yeah, Nichols. Yeah. Remember the guy from Arkansas yeah, yeah. who was making all yeah, the weird claims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Ghost of Larry Nichols, you are now part of our... New World Spooky World Order, yeah.
Thank you oh so very much. Of course, if you would like to join the Spooky World New World Order, bleh, you can tweet or post about the show on social media, recommend it to others, send me a screenshot or tag us in it. Leave us a five-star review wherever you can and drop me a screenshot to let me know. Make a donation to a worthwhile charity, become a patron, or just get my attention with something good. It better can than I we- just say that I love it when people wow. recommend us on social media? I really I, like that. I do as well, but why you got to interrupt my flow like that? Because I knew that you were going to go into the next thing, and I didn't want you to, because I wanted to say... I really appreciate anyone that goes out of their way to recommend us. It's, it's Fine. Mainly because we don't do any of the any promotion of the show on no, our own. No, but uh. you, well, you, you texted me this week and were like, should we like do some stuff on social media? And I was like, eh. You know, no. honestly, with the Twitter changing to X thing, I find myself uh, not opening Twitter nearly as much. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't know why it is. Yeah, it's not as attractive of a look to, to yeah. have that fucking X on there. And also, with Elon going as far as he has, I do feel a need to reduce the amount I contribute to his wealth, even if it is by, you know, pennies, I'm sure. Um, so I am restraining myself somewhat from going on Twitter whenever I can. I find myself on TikTok a lot more to take up that uh, previous Twitter impulse. But um, if anyone wants to, you know... Reddit sure. about us or tweet about us or facebook about us please yeah do, do what you want i'm not gonna stop you but no, better love it all that yeah. out of the way time to yep. finally get into today's episode of course we have a prager roulette today yep. that's what um, the title says and i explained to you why we're doing prager roulette today why is that kevin um, explain to the people <laughs> to the jury who will judge whether you so fucking deserve to live I- i'm setting aside what i had planned to do with those multiple episodes about you know uh, the law and and positive change and things mm. and part of that is because like i wasn't even thinking when we released that episode that i put it out um the week before for <clears throat> the final week of the the supreme court's term for the year and then uh, they released a bunch of really shitty opinions that fucked a lot of stuff up um yep. and uh positivity is not this show's vibe um and it shouldn't be because every time we get positive we get crushed under the something terrible meal. happens every time we have a glimmer of a crumb yep. of yep. hope someone comes and sets our crumb on fire and then flicks the ashes into mm-hmm. our eyes yeah it sort of happens that way it seems so. really seems to be the way but anyways, um, I'm I'm reworking things. I'm coming up with I have a, a long term, uh, not long term, but I have a couple of projects for the show on the burner. Um, one of them requires me to read a, a couple of books, um, and so that's that's in the works. And and you know that takes me some time around my other schedule and things, and putting all this together takes time. Um, but there's plenty there's plenty on the way we're we're nowhere near done with the lunatic we'll never end the lunatic fringe it's just gonna, it's just gonna be perennial it's never gonna stop uh but in the meantime benedict i thought why not go back to prager roulette and of course uh there's uh some stuff that happened over the last week or two uh related to prager university mm. of course you know about and that is that they are now officially curriculum in florida public schools apparently uh yeah so what what is that true? Like, I know I saw a lot of things, or, or is it just like a, hey, you can use this as a resource? I, look, I don't know what the details of it mean. I think based off, because everything I've read has been very vague. It's just been saying it's now curriculum, inf- and I don't know what that means. And I didn't do the research to try and look up cool. and, and figure That's it fine. out. Exactly. This isn't a research-based podcast. Shut the fuck up. It's mostly, it's mostly <laughs> vibes. No, I'm not joking. It is. It's almost all vibes. Uh, for you, certainly. Yeah. Uh, for me, the guy who writes 10 pages every other week for an episode, maybe it's something different. Uh, 
but yeah, so and I look, I don't think it's necessarily that that um uh maybe I just didn't look hard. I think it is intentionally kind of vague to figure out what this means. Cuz I watched earlier today a PragerU video by some woman who I'd never seen before talking about how now we are curriculum in Florida public schools. And that was the extent of what she said. Um, I don't I think you're probably right that it's not required that these be played in Florida public schools because that would be batshit. That would be fucking insane. But it's maybe permitted. It like can be in a lesson plan or something. And it's specifically the PragerU kids videos, to my understanding, mm. uh, which we have a lot of experience with, you know, <laughs> um, TBH history. Obviously, somebody I don't remember who I should have put it down and I should have put them in the spooky real new world order. Somebody tweeted at us uh, that uh, they they saw like the announcement and some stuff about the PragerU uh, being used in Florida and that they recognized Lem's voice from it. Uh, that's truly i'm sorry we've done because that of i am so sorry <laughs> i am so so sorry that that happened to you <laughs> hey it's Lim. how's it going <laughs> we're in florida now i think i hope he's been fired i hope he's been fired no way i normally no way. don't hope for someone to lose this their is job a big payday <laughs> i hope it means they make more tbh history honestly me too but benedict we have uh, seven videos today. Um, some of them are related to the Florida thing. Um, okay. The problem is we've done most of the good ones already for the TBH history. Like, most of them are, are you know, the TBH history stuff is most of the good PragerU kids stuff for our purposes. Uh, but there are a couple of fucking heinous videos I found from their kids section that we're going to watch. Uh, but Benedict, <clears throat> one through, and there's also a treat in here for you, of course. Oh, There's always okay. a treat. Uh, one through seven, take your pick. What do you have? Uh, six. Number six. All right, to start us off, this is a Daily Wire Plus video uh, titled, How to Fix California, DeSantis Sorry. on the Ground in San Francisco. Oh, no. See, okay. still a Florida just, theme. Still a Florida theme. Just one quick thing. It was uh, at Sarah Antifa. Oh, uh, yeah, Sarah uh, Antifa. You know what? I'm going to play the sound effect now. Spooky world. Sarah Antifa, you are now part of our... Blue World Spooky World Order. And I'm very sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah, me too. Very sorry indeed. Anyways, this is DeSantis on the ground in San Francisco. That hellhole San Francisco. When is this from? This is... One month ago. Okay. I know. I thought they were cutting ties too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, uh, Ben Shapiro obviously hates Donald Trump. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if there are text messages just like Tucker had where he'd fucking hate him, want him to go away, that kind of stuff. Um, He even he has had to sort of soft pedal DeSantis because how how much he wants DeSantis to win. I mean, I think he still wants DeSantis to win. I just think he recognizes that he won't. Oh, yeah. So much of the Republican base now hates DeSantis uh, that that Shapiro and everyone else have to. Just be like, hey, check this guy out. You know, um, I'm not saying you should vote for him. Not saying it. I'm not <laughs> just, saying it. Uh, just but put uh, him out there. You know, there he just, is. Uh, don't worry there about there it. There he is. But uh, here we go. Let's see how it is. So it, it begins with like just, you know, what you'd expect. Video of homeless people. Mm. Which these exploited fucks 
just yep. walking around San Francisco looking for homeless people to film. I can only imagine what that group of douchebags looked like, right? Well, also, like, it's fucking Ron DeSantis. Like, he's not unrecognizable. Like, Oh, he's not actually walking the streets next to these homeless people. No, no, no. They would never permit that. This is just video of homeless people oh, and I his see. voice okay. about to play over it. I see, I yeah. see. Okay, let's go. You've really seen a city that used to be one of the best in the country. God, he sounds like such a dork, doesn't he? He does not. Okay, I, like, I never listen to him because I try and avoid it whenever mm-hmm. I can. He doesn't have the voice to be president. I'm sorry, yeah. he just doesn't. He doesn't have a deep enough voice, and I know that's a bad thing to say. He doesn't. Look, uh, speaking as a deep-voiced king, um, yeah. I agree. You have to have a deep voice to be president. I couldn't be president, for example. No. Oh, fuck no. 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 It has I nothing to be... do with the fact that you were born in another country. No, no. But even <laughs> if it, I, my voice is too high and I speak too fast to be president, mm-hmm. I could be like a, a chippy secretary of labor at best. Like, that's my, <laughs> that's my ceiling. And I know that, and that's fine. You'd have to put on about 60 or 70 pounds to be our Robert Reich. You'd have to do that. <laughs> He's a big dude. You've just seen it become hollowed out. Yeah, one of the most densely populated cities in the country. It's hollowed out, Benedict. It's empty. Well, okay. I mean, it's not that densely populated for a city. Well, not as dense as New York City, but it is one of the most densely populated in the country. Yeah, that's because America has famously lowly, lowly densely, sorry, undensely populated cities. Sure. We love our suburbs. That's right. And it's a direct result of leftist policy and leftist no, ideology. No, it's not. Pause it. I never. Mm-hmm. How long has San Francisco been a haven for leftist ideas? Like sixty years, maybe. Plus, yeah, sixty Something plus like that. years. Yeah. So, I, if anything, it's a it's a function of tech companies disrupting leftist ideology. Yeah, is what it is. You gotta disrupt, Benedict. You gotta yeah. disrupt. Exactly. Yeah, it's not like all of a sudden the leftist ideology stopped working. Yeah. Although, I mean, obviously, San Francisco has its problems. We're not going to deny o- that. Obviously, every city does. Uh, but, you know... Every place does. Every- absolutely. It's not, it doesn't have to be a city. It's just more obvious in cities because there's more people. Yep. I never saw a California license plate growing up in Florida. Then I become governor... We have Californians flooding, leaving San Francisco to go to Miami and other places. Uh, they don't. They don't. Um, yeah, I mean, they, look, they probably do, but also Miami is probably more fun than San. It's certainly easier to get cocaine. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but if you, uh, there was a Snopes article I was looking at earlier today. I should have kept it up. Uh, but every, all these analyses that you look at. Uh, people who leave California and go to other places, they're going to blue places in other states. They're they're well, not the going. Thing, I mean, uh, like a significant part of this is housing cost. Right. Like, it's not. I disagree with my city's policy. Is it's I can afford a house in a different state. Yeah. Or a different. It's com- cheaper to live or... other places, and the reason why it's cheaper is a. There are definitely policy issues that lead to high housing costs, right? There's, that's definitely a thing. B, private equity firms buying yep. up all the housing and then trying to extract rent from people. All mm-hmm. these sorts of issues that add up. But C, it's the fact that so many people want to live in this place yeah. that leads to the housing costs being high. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was intolerable to live in this area because they don't care about crime, they don't care about homelessness. No one wants to live under those circumstances. 
By the way, we remember from all the Chris Rufo videos that we've seen that the Republican mm-hmm. solution to homelessness is arrest them all. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Will you stop fucking with the microphone? Sorry, I had to turn it around. <laughs> Were you talking into the wrong side of the mic? Not the wrong side of the mic, just... Uh... You're aware there is a wrong side of the mic. No, you? no, I wasn't on the wrong side. I was at, I was at a, a, about an eighth of a uh-huh. circle away uh-huh. from where I should have been. Just making sure. Yep. In the past, you have spoken into the wrong side of the mic before, and I notice it when I'm editing. I would like to plead the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> on a federal level, how do you think you could make the sort of environment for law enforcement more positive? Oh, of yeah. course. It's about cops. It's Always about, about hey, cops. well, we have to make it better for the, the police. You know, we don't want them to feel bad when they shoot mm-hmm. unarmed people. That's what's important here. Fucking A. There's probably a few levers you can pull, but basically to target these Soros-funded prosecutors who get elected like they had here in San Francisco, and they get elected on a platform not to enforce laws they don't like. Uh, Very fun that just the other day, I think it was Washington Post uh, put out, or maybe it was San Francisco Chronicle, uh, had an article talking about how since Chesa Boudin was removed in San Francisco, uh, crime rates Hi, have actually... Oh, I'm Lucas. What the fuck I work is this? the social media side of YRM, and we get comments from dozens By the way, of people I'm just gonna let this play. every day. The most this is the Jews for Jesus church ad. geared towards a lack of proper worship. <laughs> things like... I've been getting this Jews for Jesus <laughs> ad constantly now. Constantly. <laughs> it is fun. every other ad that appears on YouTube for me. I'm just gonna let it play so you no, can all hear it now. Fuck don't. it. My congregation doesn't keep the Sabbath. My congregation doesn't use the proper names. My congregation doesn't keep the feast. <laughs> My congregation still hangs on to either Jewish or Christian traditions. And- yeah, this this is the ad okay. I get. This seems very targeted to you, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, do whatever you want and just call yourself whatever you want and you can go to heaven. Sure, yeah. I will do that. Yeah, oh God, fucking A. What was I talking about? <laughs> uh, the that? article that was about... Uh, oh, Budin. yes, that, that crime rates have increased after they removed Chesa Boudin, the quote-unquote progressive prosecutor. It's almost like prosecutors have very little impact. The Soros prosecutor. Yeah. 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 Almost like it. Well, also, like, everyone loves Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, he's much beloved and not constantly attacked by the right. Constantly. No, but, like, he's gener- generally popular. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a fan of Larry Krasner uh, for a number of reasons. I, I don't think people should be prosecutors, but if, but if you're gonna be... Where somebody has to, <laughs> if we're able to put a guy like him in there instead of the alternative... Cool. I'm good. I'm good with it. But uh, let me hit skip ad on this bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Go back to it. I've talked to people that have moved to Florida from here and other parts of the country, and they say, you know, someone mugged me or they robbed my car or they even broke into my home. No prosecution. I mean, can you Im- Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Ron. Yeah. Because you're lying is why I don't believe you. Because A, you don't talk to people. <laughs> Your well, PR also, people don't do you, let you, do you talk know what to the, anyone the, uh, the other thing The other thing that is true of this is the people who don't enforce the laws very often are the police. Because yeah. you go to the police and you're like, hey, someone carjacked me. And they're like, we're not going to find him. And that's the end of it. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, pro- you know, quote unquote problem. But yes, that is exactly it. The police in this country are incredibly bad at actually solving crimes. They are incredibly bad at it because, as it turns out, when you hire a bunch of community college dropouts to handle all the investigation work, uh, they don't tend to do the best job possible. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very small percentage of crimes actually get quote unquote solved in this country. And as all of our listeners know, I work in wrongful convictions. Very many of those that are quote unquote solved end up with a innocent person being put in prison, which is not what we want, I think. No, obviously not. not. (laughs) Generally, that is a policy of this podcast, is people should not be wrongfully jailed. Yep, yep, yep. yep. you imagine that? Of course you're going to get more crime as a result. Whatever they do, we try to do the opposite on a lot of this stuff. I mean, I think they very tolerant. <laughs> Put people about in jail for no reason. That's the opposite. <laughs> I like that idea. I like that idea that li- they are literally trying to do the opposite. So <laughs> I like, put myself in jail so no one can ever rob me. Look, if San Francisco has street sweepers, we have trucks that just drive around throwing trash out <laughs> onto the streets. Do the opposite. Not illegal drug use, particularly public. We will not countenance that. And then their approach to criminal justice has been a total disaster. Okay, so criminalizing drugs, obviously, has worked so well in this country. Famously well. Famously. Yeah, yeah. We had a war. How did that war? Did we have a big yeah. banner on an aircraft carrier that said mission accomplished? Yeah. Yeah. Right here at the Nancy Pelosi Federal Building, in their front lawn, we've seen a lot of really young drug addicts here. In some respects, this is the logical culmination of the Pelosi liberalism that has uh, been growing in San Francisco for many decades now. I'm just disappointed he didn't put a woke into that sentence. Yeah, me too. Well, wokeness has been actually like bumped down his platform. It's not. Really? He doesn't think. Yeah, he's, it's now like fourth in the list. Wow. Um, What's number one? I crime probably. I don't know. I forget. I but he, say, he make released everyone like taller. make everyone yeah. taller. Is probably no, make one. everyone shorter. <laughs> Uh, if you cut everyone else off at the ankles, he'll be taller. Like make America person. short again. <laughs> um, is he even that short? He's probably like your height. He's like five eight, apparently. I think oh he's like shit! Five, really? eight. Yeah, okay. he wears. So everyone always points out he wears heels every time he's out in public. Oh, uh, good like, for him. He has like big, chunky, two-inch heels. He you wears. should get him on the drag drag act laws that he's he's mm. coming in. <laughs> like, yes. You can't wear heels. That's that's feminine coded. You exactly. can't do that. Exactly. So uh, this is how this goes. It's just it's just whinging about homeless people existing. Um, yeah, that isn't that fantastic. Sure. Uh, yeah. I agree. Homelessness is a problem. Homeless <laughs> people are not a problem. Mm-hmm. The fact that they are homeless is the problem. Right, that's the issue, and uh, we should, we should <laughs> maybe we could solve, solve that on a policy level yeah, instead of arresting. Sure, be great instead of arresting them. So we're done with that video, Bennett. That means us with six left. Give me number four. Number four. All right, one, two, three, four. This brings us to a PragerU video titled <laughs> "Poland." Uh, what's that? Anya's energy crisis. That's okay. Poland. Anya's energy crisis. Shares its borders with seven other. I think it was a few seconds in. I'm gonna start it back at the beginning. Welcome to Poland. Located in Central Europe, Poland shares its borders with seven other countries. So the culture reflects many influences and thousands of years of history. Pause it. I. <laughs> so the culture reflects having been invaded by literally all of its neighbors yeah. at all time. Uh, basically, I think that's Jesus. where it goes. So. Um, I, one thing that I, this is a video I haven't watched. I, I mean, okay. I watched like the first minute of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Uh, but I do wonder what if it turns out to be like a Stefan Molyneux type thing? <laughs> I, I what have concerns. What if you goes to Poland and they decide they actually are white nationalists? What if that's I, what happens here? I, I have concerns. <laughs> but living next to stronger countries 
has often meant trouble. After Nazi Germany invaded during World War II, most of Poland's Jews perished in concentration camps. Oh my God. When the are you looking at the video? Are you watching it? Uh, I'm not, but I'm trying to get it loaded. I saw what, something reflecting in your glasses. What, um, what second this is, by the way, This is part of the kids programming. This is, uh, yeah, yeah. And like, okay. Just like briefly. What, what timestamp are you on quickly? I am on 25 seconds. So okay. I, I do just want to say about the kids programming and the reason why it is fucking ridiculous that Florida is using it is because none of this is educational. Right. They include facts about things, just, uh, you know, spl uh, just sprinkled throughout the video. Mm. But the main purpose of the video is very clearly to enforce a viewpoint. Are you saying this is propaganda? Yes. That, that, wow. How, how did you Ideologically that? driven yes, content? Exactly what it is. is that possible? <laughs> and, but I do want to, like, I think that as this continues, if this, like, remains in the, the spotlight or whatever... People are going to point out this is propaganda, and I think the counter from the right and from Prager is just going to be, no, we're just teaching these facts to these kids. Look at this. Um, and I think you'll be able to see cl very clearly. Pretty transparently. Today, how there's a very clear agenda behind Let's this go. bullshit. When the Russians drove the Nazis out, they occupied Poland themselves, forcing people to live under communism. Eventually, Poland elected its own democratic government, and the Soviet system collapsed. Poland grew prosperous and joined the Euro. Did it? Like, uh, like relatively, yeah. I mean, it's sure. But they had to. The, they had to let the Brits be racist to them for a bit, <laughs> as part of it. I was just gonna say, Poland, not exactly known for its prosperity. I think it's fine. Like it's a fi a, yeah, fine. I, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But certainly, as the joke you just made, you know, basically. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, people are emigrated to make money. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. European Union in 2004. Like many growing countries, Poland relies on fossil fuels. Oh, okay. During so the it's a fossil fuel I mean, thing. come on. It's, it was titled Energy Crisis. You knew no, I know, I know. Yeah. Freezing winter, many people burn coal to heat their homes. As part of a global effort to curb carbon emissions, Poland's leaders promised to cut all coal production by 2049 and switch to renewable energy. Okay. But will it work? Good. Those living in fear of climate change are eager to do anything it takes. Okay, what blows me away is they couldn't even find a non-evil looking stock photo or cartoon photo of a coal power plant to use. <laughs> it still has to look it's still, sinister. It's still very ominous. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But others are starting to ask questions. That's a great framing, isn't it? They're starting to ask questions. They're, would you say they're just asking questions? Just asking. Just asking questions. Not, you know, screaming from the pulpits paid for by their... Uh, uh, by their oil-owned yeah. uh, uh, overlords. You know, nothing like that. This is Anya. She lives with her parents, Timon and Clara, in the old city of Krakow. Every morning, Anya walks to school with her best friend, Magda. Sometimes after classes, they stop in Old Town and visit Anya's aunt, Sofia, who owns a popular cafe that has been in the family since World Tell me you've never been to a fucking city without telling me you've never been to a fucking city. I cannot begin to explain to you how weird this video yeah, is. It's <laughs> so strange, isn't it? 
It's so strange. Because it's all animated, right? Yeah. So And they're, they're just, like, wandering the streets of Krakow. And then, like, this woman, literally, I'm not joking, it cuts to a woman in a window holding a teapot for, like, a good 10 <laughs> seconds. Like, it... I and now they're again as the two girls walk by absolutely yeah and, just, and like smiling with the teapot like some kind of a24 horror movie <laughs> and now that's like with the camera is now voyeuristically looking at all the women through this window yeah. it's very weird it's so weird it's so fucking weird world war ii when anya's not helping out at the cafe or writing in her online blog she loves she has a blog Benedict. she has okay. a blog <laughs> I'm sorry. The next shot, like when it zooms out after after like she's uh-huh. at her laptop, and then the next couple of seconds, I might be a couple of seconds ahead of you. As it goes, she loves visiting, and I think it's gonna say her uncle, but it looks just like a creepy old man <laughs> that's like grabbed her hands. Look, this video is propagating anti-Polish stereotypes, and yeah. we will not stand for it. <laughs> All we need to see next is a, a old man with his shirt off, covered in hair, like <laughs> fur, and then we'll have it all in here. By the way, name of that blog that she's writing, uh, Burn Baby Burn, uh, <laughs> name of that blog. Yep. Visiting her grandfather, Jakub, with her family. Oh, it's, it's her grandfather. Sometimes, Aunt Zofia joins them, or even Anya's brother, Michal, who drives his own freight truck. Okay. He drives his own freight truck? His own freight truck. He drives Fuck. his own freight truck, you know, like people do. Because you know how uh, the global shipping industry doesn't have drivers in a stranglehold all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know how that's a thing. Then it's really a party. Recently, Anya's classmates have all been talking about climate change. Like many people around the world, they think that Poland's smog and carbon emissions will contribute to rising temperatures across the planet. Pause it. Anya- uh-huh. Just the tone of voice that this woman is taking as oh, she narrates the shift this. that happened there? Well, no, no. Just they think that the smog will contribute to the global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He knows that coal pollution. Oh God, I just, I just occurred to me. Do you think that they have like staff people who do these, or do they yes. hire outside VO artists? Mm. They probably hire outside VO artists like, for the for, for, for the VO. They probably if there's hire a artists. list I could put myself on, and I could add extra sarcastic inflection to a PragerU video, I'd do the fuck out of it. <laughs> Hell yeah, sign me Some up. Some people think <laughs> pollution is a problem. Coal-powered plants create seventy percent of Poland's electricity, and around thirty-seven percent of the population burns coal to heat their homes in the winter. Ooh, 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 ooh. If this video ends with, well, global warming will be good for Poland because it's cold there in the winter. I will lose my shit. I will lose Um, my shit. The other thing is, like, obviously it's inideal that people burn coal to heat their homes. Mm -hmm. If people have open fireplaces, we're not trying to snatch your coal, like your coal fireplace. Who uses coal in an open fireplace? People do. You know, it just occurred to me. I don't think I've ever seen a lump of coal. Really? I don't think I've ever actually been in proximity to a real lump of coal. It's small, round, and black. <laughs> that's There's nothing really to well, it. No, I've, I've, like, I've seen charcoal, right? But that's different. I mean, like, yeah, coal. Yeah, no, coal. lump of coal. No, I, I grew up with a fire, fire, coal burning fire. That feels weird. Anyway, nobody's trying to take that. It's the industrial burning of coal for nationalized electricity that's yes. the problem. Yes, it is. 
the smog this creates? Cities like Krakow have banned the cheap brown coal people use. But Anya's teacher says that is not enough. And if Poland doesn't eliminate all fossil fuels, ecosystems throughout the world will collapse. With Sounds bad. Direction, Anya okay, I like how we go. I like how the beat dropped. I like how the beat bow, dropped bow, 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 <laughs> Anya is writing about the dangers of climate change on her blog. She even gave a speech at a climate conference. Good. Anya's parents are proud of her hard work. Oh, I hope she slaps the coal out their hands like the dirty <laughs> polluters they are. <laughs> they look so proud. Wait till she kills them in their sleep I, for I being... I'm wondering where the turn is going to come, and it has to be. <laughs> then Anya was in a terrible car accident where part of her brain had to be removed. Now... <laughs> Go on. But when her anxiety gets high and she tells them that fossil fuels will soon lead to a climate disaster... They challenge her with some thought-provoking questions. Oh my god, so it really is Anya's parents, who presumably don't have above a high school education, uh, they, had, they had questions that, uh, you know, completely rebutted all of the science on climate yeah. change. <laughs> Isn't it great? You just ask a couple questions, these fucking liberals, they just give up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the, the truck driver uncle had some great thoughts. I, that, it was the brother. Yeah. Truck, brother. Truck driver brother. Was, yeah. They encourage her to consider how the planet has been warming and cooling since prehistoric times. Oh, that old Lo chestnut. Love that. That old one. Oh, you know, uh, Earth was hotter uh, 60 then, million years ago than it is cooler. right now. And, uh, you know, so it's all, it's a sun cycle. It's well, a sun also, Don't, my... no, no, stop looking at that scientific paper <laughs> that actually looked into this claim I'm making and said I'm wrong. And, and the dozens and hundreds of others that that conclude the same thing. Ignore those. Uh, my favorite look thing. Blog. Look at this blog. My favorite thing about this is always like, uh, oh, there was it, there was a little ice age 30,000 years ago or whatever, or, or like however long ago the ice age was. I don't know. But then you're like, okay, how do we know that? And they're like, well, scientists say. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, but what about the scientists? And they're like, well, not those scientists. <laughs> like, well, you know, those. Uh, so those scientists who say there was a little ice age, do they say anything else? They about, also say stuff about, like, I don't know, climate change? Yeah, maybe? probably. Yeah, probably do. Uh, let's give this one another 30 seconds or so and All right. then, uh, move on. Long before carbon emissions were a factor. Can she explain that? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I, I can. Have you ever thought about that sometimes it's nighttime? <laughs> um, you ever thought about how the global temperature... Uh, increased at a exponential rate ever since we started burning fossil fuels at a rate that we haven't seen in all of history. Here's yeah. some goalposts that I can move yeah. every time you answer my question. What? They ask her if everyone in Poland stops using coal. Will that lower Earth's temperature? Especially oh, when yeah, countries I was about to say like China and India. China, oh, China. Of course you gotta go there. Yeah. There we go. Ah, look, it's not gonna do it. Look, um, it I doesn't think fucking hurt. Just, uh, you ever heard of, uh, no, no, no. Pay no attention to that word tragedy of the commons. Pay no attention mm -hmm. to that. Do nothing with it. Ignore it entirely. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. You'll just hurt your brain. <laughs> fucking morons. All right. I think we're done with that one. We can see where that went. That was, yep. uh, uninspired. That leaves us with one, two, three, four, five videos. Which Ooh. one will you have? The shortest one. Uh, I don't give you that three. information. You give three. me a number. There three. we go. Three. Number three. three. 
Uh, this one, Benedict, going back to Florida. I'm going back to Florida, to Florida, to Florida. Uh, this is from the John Birch Society. It is titled Governing Done Right. <sighs> Done. Is he has respect. I had it. Oh my God. Skip, skip, skip. What I like about what Governor DeSantis has done is he has respected the separation of powers of what the executive branch can do, what the legislative and the judicial branches can do. Has he? No. Has he? He has not. Absolutely. You remember when he removed a prosecutor he didn't like? Do you remember that part? Do you remember yep. any of that stuff? Throughout this pandemic. Pause it. Uh-huh. I feel like Indiana Jones has a claim to that music there. I mean, it's I know That was Kmart brand Indiana Jones. That is yeah. exactly what that is. I'm Dr. Duke and this is Constitution Corner. Are you fucking joking? Do you not remember Dr. Duke Pesta? I know, but I didn't know what he looked like and his <laughs> voice does not match his face at all. <laughs> He is a very asymmetric man. I will oh, say not that only that, his head is about the size of a bean <laughs> compared I mean, to Benedict, his body. That's because it's on your screen and things are small. No, I understand. <laughs> but again, like, and and not to not to belittle bald men as a practicing member of the community, but this I man know, does you look be like a. Him in solidarity. Yeah, <laughs> he's not allowed in our union. <laughs> This is the official stance of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, cops, unions aren't unions. And... If you're a union buster, you can't join the union. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's how it works. Corner. Joined by Mike Hill, state representative, state of Florida, first district. Is Wait, I don't remember if it's him. It might be the other guy from the... We haven't done a Birch Society video in a while. Um, no. So my memory is not fresh. But I don't remember if Pesta is the guy who had all the fake credentials that I tracked down or if that was the other guy. Uh, I thought that was the main guy. No, 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 not our old friend. Not our old friend. There was another guy they had doing videos for him who had like the most bullshit, bullshit credentials ever. Remember, like he claimed to have attended Oxford for like uh, uh, less than yeah, a year yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You've got an election coming up. We want to make sure that all Floridians get out and vote, do the right thing. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling about the candidacy? Right now, it's looking really good for us, Dr. Duke. Thanks for asking. Um, By the way, um, I can't help but draw comparisons to the fact that there is another very famous Dr. Duke. Um, yeah. Yeah, who people um, of this same political persuasion are fans of. Well, presumably Duke is this man's first name. Yes. So he was like, right. I'm going to go wait, by. Wait, hold on. It would be Dr. Pesta. Yeah. It's not Dr. Duke. Is that a dog whistle? Maybe. Wow. I, wow. I think you might have unraveled the whole scheme here. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a lead in the polling and the buzz on the ground is that they are going to send me back to Tallahassee to fight for their constitutional rights. By the way, this is just some Florida state legislator whose race, you know, it's probably like won by like 60, 70 percent or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We need more constitutional warriors at every level of government. I wanted to talk to you today, Mike, about your governor, who has done a great job, I think, with a lot of issues. He's one, perhaps the only governor in the country who has taken legitimate steps to get rid of Common Core. Uh, he's a guy who I think has not bowed to the pressure of masks, masks, masks. He's been much more broad-minded in the way he ha- Oh, yeah, I should mention this is from two years ago. So this is more uh, uh, during COVID times type stuff here rather than uh, more contemporary. 
gotcha. handles COVID. And yet that has drawn all sorts of progressive ire. You've got the governor of New York, or let's just call him murderous Andrew, because more people have died in his city than any other city. You can do better than murderous Andrew. You could do. Also, this guy lost his election, so. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about that lecturing your governor because there seems to have been over the last few months a spike in coronavirus cases in florida and so talk about the constitution seems to be a spike in florida yeah that seems to be one of the states that was hardest hit because they're fucking insane and didn't do any covid countermeasures how is the governor handling constitutional questions and rights and liberties in this time of crisis I think Governor DeSantis is doing a great job. You know, you look at our numbers here in Florida, we've tested almost uh, um, 500,000 people for COVID-19. And of that 500,000, a little over 51,000 have tested positive. And of those who tested positive, we have throughout the state, a death rate of just over 7,000. So you need to divide seven. Yeah, that, w- that wouldn't stay that way for long, would it? No. It's really... Uh, this one's boring. Okay, okay, well then. This man is boring, but he lost his re-election because he he lost the primary. Yeah, I'm using All my right, bonk. Using your bonk. That leaves us with four videos, Benedict. Oh, Which man. One do you have? Two. Number two. This one takes us back to PragerU. And Benedict, I have to read you the description of this video. It's so good. It okay. is. India. Priya overcomes adversity. And it is described as. Um, uh, oh, you're, I'm sure you're going to pull it up, but I will read it. I am. pulling it up. Uh, young people may think discrimination is worse than ever, but they'll gain perspective with... (laughs) Have you considered that people used to be even more racist? They'll gain perspective with this animated video about India. Through the life of Priya and her family, middle and high school students will, and here's the kicker, Benedict, learn how the British Empire lifted India (laughs) out of a long tradition of caste discrimination. You know why I had to put this video in the mix now. <laughs> I I don't think I'm allowed to comment on this video. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that TikTok I sent you yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was good. I liked that TikTok. <laughs> There's a bunch of people playing Risk. Uh, and uh, Everyone getting mad at the Brits. <laughs> yep. All right, we're going to move our troops to India again? Yes, again. <laughs> All right, let's watch it, Benedict. Practices and beliefs that are passed down through generations are called traditions, and they can be found in every society. (laughs) The nation of India has a rich variety of traditions dating back thousands of years. Boy, we just open up hard with the Orientalism here, don't we? Very hard. Yep. Or like Hindu temples, things Uh I'm not convinced are Hindu temples. Look at the other. Look at that. Yeah. Shiny. Here's a map of the world with India. India is the seventh largest country in the world and one of the most populous, too. It is home to many different languages and religions, but most of India's traditions... Oh my god, there's like a Comic Sans namaste. Are you at that point? Oh, but also uh, (laughs) written as if Hindi or Sanskrit. Yes, it's like... But it's using (laughs) English letters. So it is not I will say, whoever came up with that font, you know... I'm sure plenty of white women are going to purchase it. I'm oh, sure that's for what you sure. Got. Yeah. 
traditions come from its oh, oldest religion, okay. Hinduism. Some long-held oh, Hindu traditions, however, flag. became controversial when the British Empire ruled India. Yeah, I mean, I would say that the British Empire didn't rule India because India didn't really exist at the time. But that's fine. Move yes, on. Yes, yes. Uh, the, the, the territories. Well, you know, the Raj. Here we are in the Raj. <laughs> the Raj. the British Raj. Yes, uh, here for some spices. Yes. This, West this Gandhi fellow won't just <laughs> shut up and leave us alone. He had to control the trade routes. <laughs> influence helped transform the country in many positive ways but some ancient customs are harder to change than others even today many indian people are still working to overcome traditions from hold the past that... imagine hold on hold on before okay you say no, no 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 the no, fact really. that they can understand this in the context of India, but yeah. not understand this in the context of the United States <laughs> is Sometimes infuriating. The past has a legacy in the present. This is even ridiculous. when people have tried to change it. Also, the best thing about this video so far, I'm sure there's going to be other highlights, uh -huh. but the best thing so far is that like, this is how the British Empire re like pulled them out of that. But yes. then the opening to the video is, this is why it still exists today. So, okay, <laughs> cool. Awesome. Benedict, would you uh, tell us how uh, the, the British Empire uh, managed to pull them out of all this Well, what stuff? we did was went, you're all inferior to us, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, generally, that feels like a, a, a probably probably a, a very important part of it. Yeah. Um, oh God, if they have like a cartoon version of like uh, the Hyderabad massacre or yeah. something like that, <laughs> would take this video. I to a I would be level. shocked if they don't bring up the black hole of Kolkata, which is a very uh, yeah. British propaganda thing yeah. for us to talk about. That they believe should not be carried forward into the future. Look, just fucking India has a famous contemporary music culture that you could use. They can't. Than, it costs money. You know what? That is true. <laughs> okay. You know what? Bollywood licensing fees are probably not that high. Let's yeah. be honest. Sure. Meet Priya. She lives with her parents and siblings in a small apartment called a flat in India's capital, called New a Delhi. Why is it called a flat, Benedict? Why is it called a flat? Because of us. That's why <laughs> we did that. On school days, Priya gets out of bed before anyone else is awake. She attends a special private school across the city, and her journey each morning requires her to take two different buses. In Delhi, buses can be packed. God, imagine having public transportation. <laughs> Must be nice unpredictable so Priya often has to wait a while while in the stations to pass the time she usually takes out her sketch pad and makes drawings inspired by the people rushing past she pays special attention to their clothes Priya has loved drawing clothing for as long as she can remember Indian fashion is bold bright and beautiful well she's what? a girl so we know one of the three things she's allowed to do is fashion right? well I just don't really like I don't the this video is weird. <laughs> Carry on. It's a very weird video. I'm not going to argue with you. And Priya loves it. Over the years, she has even developed her own fashion style. And she dreams of someday working as... Everyone develops their own fashion style. That's how Yeah, that even works. me. And it's called bad fashion. Yeah, mine is, uh, you know, chunky dad chic. <laughs> chunky chic. As a costume designer in Mumbai. 
home to India's famous film industry known as Bollywood. Priya's private school has a special arts program, which could help that dream come true. Why do they keep insisting it's a private school? I think I, I couldn't see it fast enough. I think there might have been a cross on the top of that building. Uh, okay. I think the implication is she's one of the good ones because she's Christian. Um, like the interesting rest of her that class. they called it Mumbai instead of Bombay. Mm -hmm. So, she was accepted into the art. They're not big gin lovers. Program <laughs> after submitting a portfolio of her best work. However, Priya has many obstacles to overcome in order to be successful within her new school. This will require her to have perspective and perseverance. Along with beliefs about their many gods, Hindus also have traditions for how people should live and be organized in society. Beginning thousands of years ago, Hinduism divided its members into different groups or castes, each right. with their own roles and responsibilities. The different castes were ranked by what was believed to be their importance to society. There were also people not included in the caste system at all. And this was the group to which Priya's family belonged. Oh, no. They oh, God. She's a Dalit. That's not good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, boy, life's going to be tough for her. Yeah. Good thing the British Empire ended that. <laughs> the literal outcasts. This group of people was the Dalits. And because they were viewed as unclean, they were commonly called untouchables. For most of history, Dalits were forced to live outside of villages and deal with messy jobs no one else wanted to do. Change, however, came to... Oh boy, I love our friendly British officer there. It, with it the looks mustache. like the, the General Kitchener, like, I want you. Like, yes, that, Lord yeah. Fauntleroy here. Yeah. Uh, Hello, can you point me in the nearest, the nearest privy? <laughs> I got a India bit of the Bombay belly. <laughs> British Empire took control. Along with advancements in transportation, imagine being pro-imperialism. Imagine being pro yes, trains. Imagine being pro-imperialism. I can't. Well, they didn't have trains before, Kevin, so <laughs> agriculture and government. The British spread the influence of Christianity and Western values ah, okay. throughout India. So Christianity See, got rid of the caste system. Gotcha. Yeah, of course, gotcha, of course. Gotcha, that's gotcha, what. Gotcha. That's that's how. Christianity's famously never oppressed anybody or, no, or downtrodden anybody. That no. would never happen. But so that you know, insidious piece of obvious propaganda there, just you know, pointing it out. I mean, obviously, okay. This whole video is insidious propaganda. Yeah, obviously. but Christianity is superior to your native Hinduism. Right. That's, they got to put that in there. And of course, it's Florida. That's going to be fine. They're going to love that. India. They discouraged or even outlawed harmful traditions, especially those that affected women. When India was given its independence. But wait, huh? They yep. outlawed harmful traditions. They outlawed women. women. Uh, things they outlawed women. women. They just <laughs> outlawed women. They made it a lot easier. Yep. <laughs> The government continued to strive for equality and outlawed discrimination against Dalits. Thanks to these changes, some Indian people that used to be outcasts were inspired to overcome their obstacles and pursue better lives for them. See, what actually happened, the British, they came and they handed out bootstraps. Um, oh, nobody had bootstraps before, bootstraps. so nobody could pull themselves exactly. up. Exactly. That's how they solved the problem. There was a, okay. a bootstrap shortage that in makes India sense. at the time. <laughs> that makes sense. I think we're done with this I think I've been done for a while. video, aren't we? Three videos left, Benedict. 
Uh, you haven't gotten to your treat yet. That wasn't your treat. That wasn't the treat? That wasn't oh, the treat. Wow. That wasn't the Give treat. Give me the treat. I want the treat. You want the treat? I want the uh, treat. You're going to have to You're gonna have to beg for oh, it. Oh, please give me the treat. Treat's or... so good. Gang, gang. <laughs> I need about 20 minutes of that. Then I'll give you your treat. <laughs> no, this feels like domination of some form, which I'm not enjoying. <laughs> Thank you. Well, folks, I just got back from the theaters oh, of seeing no. Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm about to... Yes! Destroys Barbie for 43 minutes. Let's go. Now, obviously, uh, you are not going to want to watch a 43-minute video. No, but just fast forward it to a random place. Um, I'm going to play the... Yeah, I'll, I'll play the beginning here, and then I'll just skip around to some random spots. We'll okay. See review both of them i'm going to tell you which one of these is the best blockbuster of 2023 and which one is maybe the worst i bet he loved our movie right ken for those of you that? so um the, apparently ben shapiro is doing skits now because oh. there was like a barbie voice and a weird camera change and and then music I don't think he should do skits. I've never seen Ben do skits. Well, he wants to be a TV writer, right? So yeah, maybe this well, he is failed his... at that. That's why he's well, not a yeah. TV but writer. if you are bankrolling it, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's some weird shit going on here at the beginning, and he's got. I think we mentioned this before. He's got a Barbie doll and then like a little rubber nuclear bomb, and he's gonna throw them into like a twenty dollar uh, Target fire pit. And cool. Those of you who can't wait that long, I'm going to give my review of the Barbie movie in the most Oppenheimer fashion. What the f***? Yeah, Ben shouldn't be allowed to use sound effects. Uh, he just shouldn't be. Okay. Run. By the way, also, that is clearly a uh, Adobe After Effects fire effect. They didn't actually light it on That's fire. That's actually what Christopher Nolan used in the Oppenheimer movie, <laughs> too. So. so the things I do for my audience, my producers drag me to go see Barbie movie. Shut Bar the fuck up. You wanted to see it. Ben, you knew that all you had to do was go see Barbie and complain about it and get fucking, what is this, one, 2.3 million views. You knew that, because you knew we were going to watch it. Yeah. Barbie, the movie. And um, and um, I have I have thoughts. This video is sponsored oh, by ExpressVPN. Oh. I, okay, that was painful. He's doing that, the, he's doing the, the that wasn't um, intentional. Um, um, well, yeah, that was, that was absolutely intentional. Yeah. That was him acting. And, yeah. um, and, um, but, and, um, that's what we do. fucking talent. Yeah, but we're good. <laughs> so we Both like morally imagine. and at podcasting. <laughs> Let me begin with my generalized assessment of the movie. This movie is not just a piece of <laughs> This movie is a flaming piece of dog <laughs> piled. Is Ben swearing now? Has he uh, entered his swearing stage? I think, no, I think he's uh, bleeping places where he's not actually speaking. So I think he's saying, this is a piece of <laughs> And then bleeping over him going... <laughs> 
That would be so much funnier to me than him actually swearing. He's that not actually so saying funnier. the swears, but they're, they're doing the bleeps to cover the fact yeah, that he's not yeah. swearing. All right, I'm going to skip ahead just to a random spot and see what he's talking about. Where are you? Go, tell me where you skipped to. I'm skipping to, let's see what this is. Be the rush. To an ad for Universal Studios, apparently. <laughs> awesome. uh, I'm skipping ahead to, where is this? 6.59. 6 okay. minutes 59. One seconds. of the most replayed bits. For a while, anyway. Ask your mother, because your mother actually hates you and doesn't like being a mom, you see. So that's <laughs> that might be how your mom feels, Ben. It might be how your mom feels. I think we're pretty sure we know where. Sounds ben pretty ben Freudian to me. <laughs> and also, you want to have sex with your mom. You all want to have <laughs> Anyone sex else with do your that? And, Anyone else dream and, about that? Hey, and you want to have sex with your sisters. That <laughs> one's normal. That one's fine. That's. So if you ask your mom, she wants to play it not being a mom sometime. Okay, so the basic premise is Barbie is supposed to be the independent woman who liberates all womanhood, but she fails. And she fails for two reasons. One, she's actually a tool of the patriarchal capitalist system. And two, the real world has rejected the message of Barbie, which is that women should run everything. Okay, so th this is all not... By the way, I still haven't seen Barbie. I, I don't no, know. I haven't either, but I am seeing it this week. But also, like, yeah, like, corporate feminism does suck. So yeah. it sounds like that's <laughs> right to me. Also, okay, can we talk for a second about the fucking Margot Robbie hotness discourse that's been going on around okay. this movie? If, yeah. For we, fuck's sake, yeah. people. Come the fuck on. Two things. A, who the fuck cares? Yes. B, you're talking about Margot Robbie <laughs> One of the most traditionally attractive females on the fucking planet. Mid. Dudes, dudes who sleep with an anime waifu pillow are like, uh, she's a four. New York three. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourselves all the way. <laughs> that is all, all the anyone. The, the only person you will ever fuck is yourself. So, uh, yeah, mid is In what I would say. So. <laughs> this is explicitly said at the beginning, the monologue. You have Helen Mirren saying, because Barbie can be anything, women can be anything. At least that's what the Barbies think. See, in the real world, women can't be anything. And that's one of the messages of the film. In the real... Ben pretty explicitly doesn't think that women can be anything. Like, that's yeah. sort of part of his whole shtick. Yeah, he's talking out both sides of his mouth here. <laughs> and a huge oh, shock to all of us. run pretty much everything. Which is weird. Who greenlit this piece of shit? I mean... He... Okay, he's what? just discovered that swear button. I Re know. Like, what really? Is going I on? know. All right, we're going to skip ahead again to another random point. I'm going for, let's see, uh, where's another rewatched moment? 20 minutes and 11 seconds. I'm right there with you. Oh, just to point out here, the actual argument the movie is making is that if women enjoy men, it's because they have been brainwashed by the patriarchy. They make this message explicit in just a few minutes in the film. Pause it. I kind of That is the only possible reason anyone would enjoy men. Yeah. <laughs> Look, speaking, as a man who Speaking as man. a man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> You've been brainwashed by the patriarchy too, Kevin. I'm so yes, sorry. I so. Have. Yes, I Whereas have. Whereas I have been set free from the matrix of enjoying <laughs> men. When I say a few minutes, I mean several years. Because this film took years off my life. It is long, it is boring, and Thank it's terrible. Fucking oh, we can gosh. only hope. We yeah. can only... <laughs> okay, so the Kens are about to perform... I have a... None of this makes any damn sense. Okay, the Kens... Oh, bleeps Whoa! God. Bleeps God! Whoa! You know he didn't say that. You absolutely no. know he didn't say he, that. No, he would that never take the Lord's name in vain. Yep. About to have a vote 
to change the Constitution. Why? Why? Ken literally just sees power. He's a fascist. What the f*** you know vote for? Is Ken a fascist in the movie? I kind of hope I, that Ken... I haven't seen it, but I hope so. I kind of hope that it ends with Ken wearing an armband and... Uh... It fades to the sun and rand <laughs> like that DeSantis video did. <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Here, I'm going to bookmark this video because we're going to have to come back to it at some This is our next Here, Patreon episode. Here's what we have to it do. Just, yeah, it ha- we, this has to be our next Patreon You episode. and I have to see the Barbie movie and then we have to... Come watch this video okay. that we right. don't really have Deal. another option. I'm seeing it on Thursday. All and right. then next month's patron episode, we will watch this whole thing. All right. I guess we'll do that. We'll do that. So that Practice. leaves us with two videos, Benedict. Two left. Okay. Uh, we're running a little long. So how long are they? They're not very long. Okay. Let's just pick one. I don't care. You have to give me a number. Oh, fine. Number three. Well, that didn't help. I know. Uh, two. Number two, Benedict. This one. Is titled, uh, it's a PragerU video, Los Angeles, Mateo Backs the Blue. That's what we got right now. Welcome to Los Angeles, the second most populous city in the USA and the heart of sunny Southern California. Its residents, known as Angelinos, enjoy the city's beaches. You call someone from LA an Angelino, you're going to get fucking punched. I mean, they are sometimes called Angelinos, that's fair Mm. enough hiking trails, museums, theme parks, sports venues, and acclaimed universities. In 1848, gold was discovered in California, and thousands of people moved west across the United States to try to strike it rich. Okay, gold was pretty much just a Northern California thing. I'm not aware of any gold fields in Southern California. As someone who grew up in Sacramento, there was pretty much just Northern California where the gold fields At the time, the remote village of Los Angeles was just a rugged frontier town with very few people. But, like the rest of the state, it quickly expanded to accommodate the wave of newcomers. Over the last 150 years, Los Angeles, or LA for short, has been a beacon of growth. LA for short? Did you know they call it LA? (laughs) Have you ever seen a baseball cap? Huh? You ever see that? And they actually they intersect the L with the A, and yeah. it's like, uh, wow. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that. For millions of residents. But this rapid... By the way, there is a specific point in this video that I, I'm waiting for, and we're going to end it immediately at that point, because okay. it's it, there, there's, nothing, there's nothing better than it. Expansion of people and culture has also come with some growing pains. And when tensions turn to violence, Angelinos must rely on a strained police force for protection. Is this going to be about Rodney King? Uh, no, no. You know what else it's not going to be about is the uh, Los Angeles sheriff's gangs um, who are a bunch of criminals inside the police department. Also, the fact that most cops uh, are criminals uh, who lie on the stand regularly. So, you know, probably not going to be about that. Oh, yeah, you got to make it spicy. It's Mexicano. Put some salsa on that shit. Jesus. This is Mateo, the 13-year-old son of Mexican immigrants living in Los Angeles. Mm, I don't know. looks like a military-age male to me. (laughs) Are we sure he's Mexican and not (laughs) not a soldier of Allah? (laughs) I don't know. Ask him a question that's not in uh, Arabic. Say Say, say a phrase that's not in Arabic. Say Allah Akbar and see what happens. (laughs) 
This is a reference to our other Mateo's series, yes, by the yes. way. We are not just huge <laughs> racists. The idea of someone who just listens to this episode and didn't hear the book review <laughs> and doesn't get that joke. You know what? That's almost please, funnier to me than understanding Please go listen the to joke. the Steven Seagal review if you didn't. Mateo's parents, Juan and Lucy, moved here just a few years before he was born. They operate a small convenience store that serves a largely Hispanic neighborhood. Okay. Mateo attends the local... That neighborhood called Los Angeles. <laughs> LA, for sure. School <laughs> public school where his favorite subjects are math and PE. Fuck you, PE's not a subject. PE is not a subject. Go fuck yourself. After school, he helps at his parents' store restocking shelves and sweeping the floors. On Sundays... I'm honestly su surprised uh, they called it a grocery store and not a mercado. I'm honestly <laughs> surprised they didn't try and put <laughs> a little bit more... He works al supermercado. <laughs> He a attends veces. mass with his family at the nearby Catholic church. In his free time, Mateo enjoys playing baseball, hanging out with his friends, and playing video games. It's really funny to me every time the right is really desperately trying to do that whole, well, you know, immigrants, they're really conservatives, you know, because mm. a lot of them are Catholic, so they should all be on our side. And then everyone suddenly remembers, oh, wait, we've been demonizing them for years. That's yeah. not going to work. Before immigrating to Los Angeles, Juan and Lucy run a small general store in Mexico. They worked hard to make their business successful, but cartel members began harassing oh, them, okay. demanding yep. money for protection. The threats got so bad that Juan and Lucy decided to embark on the long and expensive process of applying for a U.S. green card. Oh, they did it okay. the right way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When their application was finally accepted, okay, they moved hold to Los Angeles and fuck up. Uh -huh. What did they get a green card on the basis of? Juan and yeah, Lucy. Um, Bennett, does it surprise you to learn that PragerU doesn't understand how green cards work? No, it doesn't. No, you don't get a green card because your life is in danger. You get asylum because your yeah, life is in danger. I mean, danger. I guess you could get the the green card lottery, but still. Sure. That's that's this is not how this works though. no no yeah. no no yeah they, it's it's funny that they did it and also that the cartels would be like oh you have all this paperwork that's yeah. fine you go live in america now yeah, exactly. <laughs> and found a large welcoming community of fellow latinos after even more hard work they were able to open a new grocery store soon mateo was born followed by his two sisters and the family was very thankful for their life in la then, in May 2020, oh. George Floyd, a black man oh. who resisted arrest and was held under the knee of a police officer, died while in custody. That's uh, where we're ending it, Benedict! Huge uh for boy, me. Boy, boy, yeah. boy. Are you, I don't know if you're watching the video on this one. I was not. But, I think uh, I'm yeah, glad black that I wasn't. Black Lives Matter graffiti just appeared on the side of their supermercado. That's what happened. Boy, that's fucked. Ooh, that's boy, a that's phrasing. fucked up. Fuck. Wow. Uh, that is a framing of what happened. I don't think the Prayer You Kids writers um, have any active verbs available to them. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of active verbs. Oh, Benedict, we have one final video. Sure. Um, and uh, we probably won't watch much of it. But okay. I thought we probably needed a bit of a palate cleanser sure. after all that. After that, yeah. So uh, this is from Fox News. It is, uh, I guess, the opening segment of an episode of Gutfeld! 
uh, from about Did three months ago. Did you see, by the way, A, Gutfeld saying the very anti-Semitic thing that he uh-huh. said. Yep. And, yep. And, yep. and B, I was at the gym the other day and whoa, they whoa, have... Whoa, 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 whoa. Just, just going to drop just, that out I, 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 I work out. Just That's getting swole, you know. I, just a little. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been throwing some weights around. Um, anyway, point being... Stacking plates. Yeah. Point... <laughs> 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 I'm laughing because you and I both know the ridiculousness of imagining you lifting a bunch of weight. I'm, I look, I am not weak. <laughs> I'm not strong, but I'm not weak. Um, my point being, my gym, for some reason, always has Fox News on. Fucking every gym has at least one TV that always has Fox News It's on weird, it. and it's always the same TV. Anyway, the point being, they did, like, a D segment on, uh, like, how climate change is a hoax and how, like, it's dangerous to go outside. And then they were, like, making fun of it at the end of... I think it was the end of the five. Uh-huh. They were doing, like, a D segment on that. And then their A segment on the next show was, like, it's too hot, don't go outside. <laughs> You gotta love it. You yeah. really just gotta love Amazing. it. Amazing. But here's our boy Gutfeld. Uh, like I said, from about three months ago, and this is uh, uh, well, you'll find out what it's about. That is just okay. You you can never see the audience on uh, these shows, but you can tell from the noise that is a very sparse audience. Yeah. That is not a very full room of people. That is mostly producers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, happy Monday, everyone, huh? Yeah, so let's get into it. The NAACP has issued a formal tr- travel warning. What's, what's going on here? <laughs> what, no, actually, so the, the lights are flickering on the Good. stage, and uh, it's because I hope it's Morse code. I hope it's his, his writers asking to be rescued. Uh, they're, uh, they're actually asking to be sacrificed. Uh, yeah. Really, what is going on? Oh, <laughs> what is Greg, this? I, I think I know what the problem is. I'll, I'll take care of it. All right, Joe. I don't know who this dead-eyed weirdo Joe is, uh, but uh, he walks backstage, and that's where he discovers... I can't believe this. They know we're taping a show. The hilarious. bet this doesn't happen during Outnumbered. Dana, come on, we're trying to film a show. Oh, I apologize. Wait, hold on. Take five. I'm just adding a little ink to my guns here. Please apologize to Greg. So someone, is it Dana Perino? Is that her name? Is getting tattoos backstage, and that's causing the lights to flicker. The hilarity, Benedict. Is Ben Shapiro funnier than Greg (laughs) (laughs) Gutfeld? He might be. You know, that is a question for the Just on accident. Like, ages, yeah. all right, are we done? No, I thought your show got canceled. Oh, I'm always back. the last to know. But what do you think of the art? What do you think of it? Looks good? They look pretty wicked. I gotta go. <laughs> that, uh, this is where you'll... We got another ad, but that was supposed to be funny. Did you, um... Are you dying of laughter? Yeah, so... I'm... That's why I'm not talking. I'm actually dead so from funny. laughter. Yeah. yeah. To be okay, to be completely fair to to Gutfeld, I rarely find late night stuff funny. Sure, but uh, there was no joke there. What was the joke? Tattoos cause problems with electricity. Yep. Okay. 
I guess. That's it. You got it. Nailed it. Wow. <laughs> she got some guns on her, Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Back to the news, I think. Where am I? Okay, the NAACP has issued a formal travel advisory for the state of Florida. And why, you ask? Is it the weather, the crime? Is it meth-addicted iguanas falling from the sky? I wish I'd save so much on meals and drugs. No, it's because if you go Did no Florida, one laugh at that? <laughs> no one laughed. <laughs> the best part of Gutfeld is when nobody laughs at the jokes. That was such a clear Nobody ever track. laughs at the jokes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that was such a clear, like, and also the best part of it is he's like, yep, no one's laughing. On to the next thing. Like, the immediately, people... he knows nobody's going to laugh. <laughs> wow. The people laughed more at seeing Dana Perino getting fake tattoos than they did at a written prepared punchline that is perfect it was like it it wasn't a good punchline but it was a joke it was yeah it was supposed to be it was prepared like yeah. i said there was supposed I, to laugh there. i i might if i were in the audience i might have let out a polite <laughs> you know um i think here's one of the problems is that fox after the lawsuit with dominion uh had to sell their uh big signs in the studio that said laughter now uh, for the audience. They had to they stop had to paying actors for the... <laughs> Just stay there, and that can't happen. They say, quote, Governor Ron DeSantis' aggressive attempts to erase black history in restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. That's the reason. All right, first, it's not true. Black history is being taught. But the rest... Boy. How? Is it being taught well? Mm. Yeah. A, a history. You know, I would, I would actually argue that... Uh, as a matter of fact, no, no, white history is being taught in Florida. Yeah. When, like, most of your party's black members are like, dude, you got to stop doing this. When you... the one guy you had, even, yeah. speaks out against what you're doing. When the yeah. one, uh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name because he doesn't matter. Tim Scott, is that him? Tim Scott is the, Senate the senator that's a presidential candidate, yeah. But also, right. I think three of the five black House Republicans were like, dude, come the fuck on. Yeah. Like, when you lose even them, you know you're in a bit of trouble. The rest of it's actually kind of a compliment. I mean, accusing Florida of restricting DEI programs, that's like accusing me of restricting chlamydia. chlamydia. Oh, good one. <laughs> good one, Love Greg. the fucking joke. Good one, yeah. Greg. That's like accusing me of climbadying. <laughs> That's a good enough place to leave it, don't you? Can you call the episode yeah. Climb Badoing? <laughs> Prague Roulette Climb Badoing Edition. That's it. People are going to be wondering all the way through. Yeah, yeah it's a fucking mystery. What the fuck is this Climb Badoing yeah, shit? Why it. haven't it's, they said anything about it's, it? It's Greg Gutfeld's Chlamydia. <laughs> I love it so much. I just thought, uh, you know, it's nice. After all the bullshit we have to go through. To do uh, some and, funny and bullshit. End off with some comedy. End yeah. off with a comedy show. You know what I mean? It's always Perfect. fun to have some comedy thrown in there. So thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you just can't get enough of us, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash mygbc and become a patron for a little $1 an episode. For patron-only episodes, shout-outs on the show, early release of our episodes, and more. As always, we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful and amazing patrons. 
The Ghost of Larry Nichols, Jacob Johnson, Danny Rosari, a Wee Woo thing. New buildings are a globalist conspiracy. <laughs> Wee Woo thing gets you every time. time. Every Gary time. Con- Gary Conrison, Bobo D. Bear, Chili, Madeline and Zachary Wilson Fetro, Stephen DeBoe, Tori and DeGallant, Amy Kaiser, Sean Sullivan, Lauren S., Insert Random Scat Sounds, Bibbidi Beep Bop Boo, William Patterson, Flack Weasel, Kieran Dackler. Join us next week when our guest will be Linwood Esquire. <laughs> Henry Lewis King Jr., Sarah Wolf, Aaron Burke, Megan A. Dooley, Gloria Scott, Clifton Stuckey, Paws, Arethus Native, A Baby, Wah, Veronica Forker, Melissa C., George Saulnier, Stefan, Alex Jones Voice, Dan and Jordan, you already make, made the movie, you time-traveling witches, Wimbledon 2004. Utah Outcast, Dave Barwick, Chris Palmer, Bad Bible Stitches, Mockingbird Nation, Bacaw, Benjamin Carlisle, Dexter, Allison, Megan Ruth, Glowrung the Deceiver, Big Easy Blasphemy, Jay Reynolds, Stephen, and Cindy Demick, Taro Tacannon, and Balls Watterson. Thank you all, as always, for being our patrons. But that's it for this week's show. Till next time, God, that list is so long to read. Goodbye. Goodbye. podcast is a production of Kevin and Benedict Productions. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Music for this podcast is by Silverman Sound Studios. Find out more at silvermansound.com.